Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We want to welcome you all to First Fellowship Baptist Church Women's Sunday School class. We're excited on this morning. We're so excited for another day that God has blessed us with, and it's a beautiful lesson as well. Amen? It is. Amen. 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 I'm going to go ahead and get us started in prayer, and then I ask that um, we just, we're just so excited about our, our, our members, our Queen of the First Fellowship, for being here, as well as our guests. And so I'm going to ask everyone, if you will, if you're on a speaker phone, I mean, if you're on a cell phone and you're on speaker, please take your phone off the speaker. And also, if you're on a cell phone, please put your phone on mute when you're not talking because that helps us with the sound so there won't be so many distractions or we can hear, hear things. So we greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and get started in prayer and then turn it over to Sister Roster. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for another day that was not promised to us, God. Another day, another beautiful, glorious day that you created, Father. And we were allowed to wake up this morning, Father, with, with our minds right, God, and activity of our limbs. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for it all, Father. We pray, God, for the Sunday school class, God. We pray, God, the things that said, God, that we all can learn, Father. We pray, God, that you would just allow all of us, God, to participate, God, and just share what we know or share what's in our hearts, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, uh, First Lady. <clears throat> Good morning, class. Good morning. Good morning, visitors. Last week's lesson, uh, Ehud defeat, defeat Moab, and the lesson text was Judges 3, 12 through 17, 20 through 26, and 30. After the death of Joshua and without a strong religious leader, the Israelites abandoned the God who led them out of Egypt and into the promised land. They were living in Canaan just as God had promised. Soon after Joshua died, the next generation turned away from God and started worshiping false gods. To punish the people, God delivered them into the hands of enemy nations. In their distress, the people repent and cried out to God for help. And God answered through plea, their pleas by sending a judge or deliverer. And God at this time used Ehud as his instrument to defeat Eglon, the Moab king. And today's lesson we'll be talking about the call of Gideon. And the lesson text, Judge 6, verses 11 through 24. This week we will look at a man, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll look at a man who was an admitted weakling and coward. Gideon was the last person anyone would have chosen to lead an army, but that is it is exactly what yeah, God, as he was this week, God tested Gideon and prepared him for the work that he had for him. God is not looking for people with great physical strength or immense academic intelligence. He often sends his call to humble, faithful people who will serve him. Are you ready for the Lord to use you in a mighty way this morning? And I now turn it over to Sister Garner that will get into the heart of the lesson. 
Sister Donna, are you there? Sister Donna? Yeah. You can you hear me? Okay, I can now. Okay. And his son Gillian threshed wheat by wide press to hide it from the Melodites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thy body made of vapor. And the Gideon said unto him, O oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why did why all this befall in us? And where be all the miracles which our fathers told us of sin? Did not the Lord bring us from Egypt? But now, now the Lord has has forsaken us and delivered us unto the haze of the Mennonites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the land of the Mennonites. And not I sent thee. And, not I sent thee. and he said unto him, O oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manisha, and I am least in my mind, in my father's house. Okay, this is a uh, concealment. This this is telling us that evil had came up on the Israelites again because they had lost lost their faith. They didn't realize uh, they was that wandered around seven years. First, they had been forty years. Now it's seven years, and they. They still wondering why, why, why was they being oppressed? And, and like the number of Israel enemies, the Mennonites were distant related to them through one of Abraham's children. See, Abraham got remarried again. He married, uh, her name is Katushra, and had a lot of, lot of kids and stuff by that. Gideon is uh, Jordash's son, uh, was Jordash's son, but after he died, he was he was the judge then. Then so uh, Gideon go wide up being the fifth judge because of the million attacks in the land of Israel greatly imperished. And you go back to six six and it'll tell you about the Amalites and the Midianites how they destroyed the Israel crops with the grasshoppers and the big cameras and all of that kind of kind of things that uh, come to destroy. And see, uh, Gideon, he was trying to uh, take care of his cow, and I imagine food too, because he couldn't he couldn't be up on the hill where he could thrush his wheat, because the Midianites would know uh, he's he was up there, and they most likely would have took over, so he was down in the wine press. And then see the angel, he, he well, matter of fact, they had hit, hit, hit rock bottom uh, with all of this that was going on, and Israel was crying it out. But, you know, we're, we, 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 we be disobedient. We won't obey what, what God says, and then we wonder about, why is this happening to me, God? I did this, I did that, and so on. And, God, and they disobeyed God, consequently the Lord had allowed him to oppress the Midian. And then what came along, it was the, 
uh, nevertheless planned to deliver the Israel from the Midianite, he would do so by the hand of Gideon. I mean, we first met with an angel appears to him. Rather than the thresh wheat on the easily seen hill, like I said, he he could quick quickly blow away the, the shaft, and Gideon was threshing down in the wine press where his activity would be somewhat hidden. And Oprah was a city in the furrow, Jezreel Valley of the northern Israel near the border of Manasseh. And what God, God said, an angel, and Gideon's father was Jordash the Apazite, right? And who seems to have been the caretaker of the local barrel shrine and being identified it's Aberdeen means that he was a descendant of Joseph, its son of Manasseh. And you go to Second Chronicle, that it's very interesting to read about uh, uh, how the son of Manasseh and Joash uh, uh, was. You know, I got a little storybook, uh, kid storybook around here about uh, Alice had here. Uh, but for to read to the kids, and it was just that came up about how Jodash was uh he the other siblings but the uh the grandmother was killing them. The, all the other kids and and aunt saved Jodash. And so he he see he, he he was one year old and how he came about and came up up in the in the connection uh, with Jordash defend Gillian when his son's life was threatened by incense town people. Go back to Jewish six twenty eight thirty two, and how they complained. They it was while Gillian was threatening wheat, threshing wheat, that the angel of the Lord appeared to him concerning the identity of his heavenly being there and being much discussing as seen his account of Moses called when he was he was wondering about the burning bush. Is it used interchangeable? And you go back to Exodus uh, himself three one eight, many have suggested that the angel of the Lord was a pre pre incarnate son of God. Uh first words spoken by the angel should have been reassuring that Gideon but but they was not. Gideon wasn't sure because he had, he he had lost his faith because he had, uh, he had been trying to survive uh, uh, his 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 livestock and everything. He didn't think it was any hope for him, and that's the way it is when we we ask God for our prayers and things, and, 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 and we wonder what had happened happened to our prayers. Scott questioned, uh, "Why me, Lord?" And they said, "Why not me?" Because mm. You hadn't obeyed me. What have you done? It's always asked about what have you done for me lately, you know. <laughs> and it goes on, and although Gideon did not see himself as much, this time nevertheless anticipated that he would become with the Lord's help because of the situation in Israel at the time. Gideon raised the question, like I said, frankly voiced by suffering people, if the word be with us, why then befallen us? And we modern believers often raise the same question when we going through our trials and tribulation, and we are sure that because we attend church, give money, participate, offering, 
prayer, read the Bible, and serve the local congregation, but we should be exempt from problems unbelievers face is to be sure to many avoid certain difficulties. Uh, that you, people feel it all down and everything. You know, how to lift them up, tell them your experience. Show them what's going on and other, other, other things, how blessed uh, some people are and how down in everything. Scripture does not promise that we will be healthy and wealthy. Gideon also reminded the angel of the miracle God had performed for Israel in the past, especially those related to Exodus. This would have included ten plagues and and parted the Red Sea, and based on Gideon, concluded that God had forsaken had, had had forsaken his people. Apparently, it did not enter his mind that they had forsaken the Lord. See, that's what I'm saying. See, we wonder about, oh, Lord, like I said, why me? Why me? God never leaves you. He he with you all the time. You the one leaves God. And uh, the uh, current difficulty was in backsliding in that result. And then the commission comes, uh, Gideon didn't think he was strong enough to to to, to do all, to do all this bearing as an Exodus three the angel of the Lord is identified with the Lord Himself. He commanded Gideon to go in strength, and he had promised that he would be God instrument of deliverance for Israel, and that was something Gideon imitated. He was being sent by Israel's God, therefore he. He he could not be could not fail. Like others who have tried to excuse themselves from God's call, Gideon felt unqualified for the task. This is not unlike some Christians who are either asked to do something for the Lord and since in were called to the service, but then try to talk themselves out of it. That happens. You know, it happens all the time in church. Would you be able to do? Do so and so and so. Then you go. You, we make excuses. That's well. No, I got to do this, or I got to. I I, I don't know how to do that. Could you, could would you somebody else be able to do it? We try to talk ourselves out of the obligations that we have to do for the Lord and getting up here appeal to the Lord's status and his family as an excuse for not to be responding to God's call. While the Bible reveals that God sometimes used people with high-standing accomplishments, and His purpose is more often not—not He's used people who might seem at least uh, likely to succeed. It, we always, we always got, got a chance because sometimes we be said that. Well, what, 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 what is she doing up there? She don't know anything, but you're working for the Lord. And, and the angel of the Lord, a uh, second statement, uh, comes with, Jehovah God is in the form of an angelic being, looked directly at Gideon and commanded him to discontinue his current activity and obey the Lord directly to deliver Israel from the midnight. See, he was doing all this other sneaky stuff. But, see, God came into his life. He didn't have to do this hide anymore because he supposedly tried to help the Israelites out. 
and God giving you remain controlled by fearfully doubt and respond to God's directly requested skeptical young was not convinced that he had the ability to deliver Israel. But Gideon's faithfulness lesson include his family current disgraceful condition and unique character for so great a task. So Gideon knew where his 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 family roots came from because it it wasn't good at all. Like I said, it goes all back to his grandmother days. I don't know where his aunt aunt told told uh, Joe Ash and Joe Ash uh, uh, told his his son on what was. How he came about, and then after he died, you know, then Gideon took over, and then after after this, it said, replacing proper obedience. If you are unable to join God's people in supporting community, I encourage you to pick up the phone, which 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 fellow face fellowship has been doing. They've been calling each other, seeing how how you doing and everything, and that help uplift you. Please pick up your phone and talk with some some of your closest friends about what God has done both of your lives. If you have adapted at, at social media, do not hesitate to become involved with others. It is worth it. It's an effort, and you will be blessed by the spiritual strengthening that fellowships with God's people. People that provide. That's about all I can say about getting him. The vapor means that he was strong, and God had gave him the braveness and, and everything on how to go about it. He was questioned about his strength, but God gives us strength. I, I ask him to give me strength all the time. I, I mean, even getting up in my truck when, when his authors hit me, capable and stuff. He come and try to pull over, pull my car door, put my seatbelt on, have to use my right hand instead of my left hand. But God had brought me through that for a couple of weeks and with no pain. So that's all I got to say about getting it on this first topic. Amen. Do we have any Amen. other um, on our first outline? I have something to say. Um, it seems as though when God chooses someone like Moses or Jonah or Gideon, the first thing they come up with is an excuse. And I looked at that and I said, well, Mel, you can't say that about them because when sister asks you to do the minutes of the morning, you come up with, I can't do this. But you got to start stepping out with that holy boldness. Amen. 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 I like <clears throat> I like thirteen. How Gideon? You like like Gideon? Like you said, felt like he was a nobody. That he was not capable. He didn't have anything. First of all, he admitted, "I'm a coward. I'm a scary guy." And this guy, and the angel to come announcing me as being a valor. I'm not a warrior. I'm, I'm a coward. I'm a coward. I wouldn't stand up against me tonight. But I'm a coward, and he um. Uh, it says my family poor. I don't have any kind of. So I'm just a nobody. In other words, that's why he. he, he uh, no God didn't make any nobody. We're all somebody. Uh, you might not be on the social economic mm-hmm. level that someone else is on, or the education level, or the mm-hmm. prestigious family known, well named 
level, but you're somebody, mm-hmm. and you, 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 and God can use you. And if you look down through the, the, the history of all this, God looks like he, he cho- chose those kind of people. Because first of all, because they don't have any ego, who, you know, and, and, and they don't have any, they're not very prideful. Because he wasn't, he, he wasn't very, he didn't feel very good about himself. We call it low self-esteem, I guess what we say now a lot. Yeah. So, so, uh, and so, and I, I, I just looked at that and said, so "Fifteen, how he, how he came and chose them." He, he said, "Well, you know," and like she's like Sister West would say, like I mean, Moses and some of the others gave uh, excuses. My speech, I'm not only I don't have this, I don't have that, and all that. And this is the way he looked at himself. But, but these are the folks that God can use. Right. And God took Gideon and, and um, uh, Gideon, and He's going to use him. He's going to use him in a mighty way. He just doesn't know it yet. And didn't know it yet. He's gonna use them in a lot of way. And I like the sister Gun how she went back on and come on tell my Joash. Very interesting. Because they, they these are cousins. These cousins, these all come from uh like I said, Abraham's second marriage, Keturah, and he had another set of children how they are and they came up, you know, and they're divided and what have you. But he uh, Joash knew the story. And so in fear thirteen he was telling me that, you know, uh, uh he, he was very disturbed. He was very having a hard time with it. they were on the oppressed. Israel was being very, very oppressed. They couldn't even grow their stuff. And enjoy their, their, the fruits of their labor. By the time they did it, uh, someone else come in and take it, and then they just come in like grasshoppers on them and just take the stuff at harvest time. And he he he, he was just disturbed about this. And they, Israel was he could, they wouldn't even they couldn't have grain and stuff even enough to feed their cattle and stuff. Thing and alone the family was poor and it was extremely poor. Israel was suffering suffering at this time, extremely poor because these people come in and lay lay in caves and lay lay dead for them until they. Harvest, the harvest time. You know, roll, grow the stuff and all that. It's time to harvest it. They come in and take it. And and get you know, I'm, I'm finding myself. I got to go down to a wine press. Hard work down here to 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 to, to thrash the wheat. And not even conditioned to thrash the wheat. And then just think, it didn't even come out good wheat because it didn't get all the shaft out of it. Instead of going on top of the hill where it should be, I should be threshing mm-hmm. threshing the wheat so the wind can blow the shaft out of the wheat and something. It wouldn't be that easy. I got to go down. We carry the grapes and press the grapes yet because bring them down here, because because you couldn't, you know, because of the weight of them and stuff. And so like right. everything seemed like it'd be reversed and stuff. And so I, I, I just, I just uh, why is that God that, 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 that delivered him that I heard about that brought 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 us out of Egypt and and that's supposed to be, yeah. supposed to be doing good now and all this kind of stuff. And he he just he did very very low, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hush. You know, when I look at this, um, I've, I've been back and forth already this morning, ladies, tapping the men, but when I look at this, I, I, I'm reminded of myself, you know, I, you know, even to personalize it, looking at Gideon, um, grew up, I was shy and uh, timid, very timid child, you know. And so always not feeling inadequate, always feeling inadequate, not good enough to do what I needed to do. And so I could, I could relate to that. Even, and even in his case, um, greatness was right in front of him, and there was still doubt. You know what I'm saying? The Holy of Holies was right in front and, and still doubting. And, and, and even remembering that and just, you know, thanking God for one day that those eyes opening. And because it talks about even in the lesson, if God calls us, he will equip us. You know, right. we just have to. Even in his, you know, you have to believe that he will, and and thanking yeah. God for overcoming, and and not not looking at myself and what I can do, but looking at it through the eyes of God, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? To be able to overcome that, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people deal with that or have dealt with that. Maybe not everybody, 
but I, I'm raising my hands to say that I was one of them, you know. And mm-hmm. once once that once all your confidence is in Christ, mm-hmm. it makes a big difference. You know, mm-hmm. we can do all things through Christ strengthens us. That's what the Word of God tells us. And and just looking at um, you know, even to go on, and we you know we'll be reading more about Gideon and everything, but just even seeing um, this is relatable. It's relatable, you know. Even when 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 it was right there in front of him, that was still there. Yeah, it's making excuses. Mm-hmm. Making excuses. Uh, but but God God can change the mindset, and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Any other comments on uh, the first uh, first outline? Like, but just like wait, like we say, here. Will use you in his own way. All you have to do is have faith and trust in him to lead you. Mm-hmm. Don't try mm-hmm. to do it on your own because if mm-hmm. he calls you for a certain position, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna equip you with what you need to uh, to handle that position that he's uh, putting in your hand. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. looking at. How you know he's gonna bring him, uh, you know, out of his, uh, you know, weakness, you know, because he he's not, you know, capable of, uh, you know, performing, uh, you know, for the Lord. But the Lord is gonna show him that he's gonna be with him every step of the way, and what he, mm-hmm. you know, what he need him to do. Mm-hmm. 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 God, God, God knows what you made of. Yeah. Nature, so he knows what you made of. Now, sometimes we might not we, we suppress that by you know let let uh, let, let the world suppress it, but, right. but God knows what you ever see Gideon what it looked like on the outside and things he had been experiencing. Like he said, "Tell me this being pulled all the time stuff," but God knew his heart and God knew he was workable and God knew that he loved him and that he would he would he, had, yeah. he, he could use him. He could use him. God can't use powerful people. Talks about it all the time. Yeah. You feel like you're doing it on your own and all that, but he he admitted. Look, I'm a weakling, right. and I, I can't, I, I can't do this. Stuff. And the way he addressed him, man of valor, mm-hmm. he put him, you know, put him, put him up there with them Davis and stuff. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not brave at all. Okay, you know. And so the, those are the people that God takes, as people that He can use, He can build, He can grow. And I think He looks at those mm-hmm. kind of folks. Has a hard point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't go off mm-hmm. the looks. You don't go off the wealth. You don't go off the education. He, he, uh-huh. he put you in a place where he can use you. That's right. When he, and when he does it, he wanted without a shadow of doubt that he did it. Right. He didn't want anybody putting mm-hmm. anything else. Like, you know, you, you, and you, you notice how he just stripped them down. Some of them had came in that way and he used, you know, and he had to strip them down. And then so the so, 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 I God done yeah. this. And I don't want a man to take any credit for it. Amen. I like to call on uh, verse 12 when they speak of him and it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of the Lord. And see, that lets you know sometimes you need that encouragement, somebody to encourage you to let you know you can do this. Because we think we can't do it, but as you say, you know, we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And and we don't feel like we have the courage to do it, and that's how Gideon was. You would look at him, and you know he's a man, you know, and a man know how to do the things that you know. But you, as it was said that you know he was weak, 
and he didn't have the courage. So even the lady can come along and give him the courage he needs, and it was uh, Deborah. She came along and gave him the courage he needs, a little few words, you know, and that goes a long way. And and it was speaking of who he was already were. And he said, no, you know, I'm not this, you know, I can't do it. And that's what we, like Sister Nell was saying earlier about when someone said, okay, you can speak to him in, in the Sunday school, women's Sunday school, or wherever. You know, just speak, because the Lord will give us the courage. We think we can't speak and uh, say nothing, but no matter what, the Lord encourage you, because, you know, I can say myself that when I'm ministering, it, it, I'm my heart beating fast, like it's about to go down to my feet, and, 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 and you know, it's looking like everybody looking at you, you're scared, but the Lord will give you the courage to speak, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit just come in and just take over, and that's mm-hmm. how we, we got to have that courage, you know, because yeah. as we were saying in First Corinthians, and uh, chapter 1, verse 27, I was saying how the Lord would use the foolish things. And we think, you know, as the foolish thing, he don't use that special thing that, okay, you know, I'm doing this by myself. You know, I'm building this house, and, and you know, I, I'm, I'm the teacher, and, 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 you know, I'm the smart teacher, thanking you all that, and then something you're not. Because every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. And, and that led us to know that, no matter what, in our weakness, he can make us strong in our weakness. Because we can lean on him in our weakness. And, and he'll help us. Amen. 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 I like to say, sometimes if you take too long, the Lord will let somebody else do it. And then you listen to them and you say, I could have did that. Well, why oh, yeah. did you get up and do it? Oh, yes. Because one time I went with one of the, uh, this lady I worked with, and she was a model. And uh, I went with her on one of her, uh, mo- they had some kind of party going on. That was before I was saved, y'all. Before I was saved. And so um, as we was there, anybody could get up and show off your, your clothes that you were wearing, and they're going to give you a prize. And I didn't have the courage to get up and do so. And this lady came, and she had on this orange and, and uh, orange with flowers and all that. And she won, and I had on this green suit. I, I just said, this is a very pretty suit. And, you know, everybody was complimenting me. But she ended up winning. I didn't even get up because I was scared. No, I don't want to get up there. I'm too scared. And all you have to do is, you know, just walk and let everybody see me. And I was too scared, and that lady won with her orange and little flowers. I'm like, I could have been that. <laughs> I could have been the same. Yes. Yes, I missed the prize. Yes, I missed the prize. I was afraid. We got seven sections here. I was afraid and scared, so I missed it. Yes. Okay. Amen. If we have no other comments on uh, the first outline, the second outline is Gideon's Reassurance, Judges 6, 16 through 18. Okay. Gideon's 
reassurance. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the millite as one man. And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee and bring forth my presence and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou, till thou come again. Hello? Hello? Yeah. You hear me? Go ahead. Yeah. You. Okay. Okay, the success. Responding to Gilliam's obvious doubts, especially in his own abilities, God reassured the reluctant deliverer that ne- neither he nor the nation had been forsaken. The promise to Gilliam, surely I will be with thee, Judge 6.16. It is one that all true believers should cling to. Like Peter sinking into the waters of the Sea of, the sea of Galilee, Matthew 14.28-33, troubled often occurs when he takes our eyes off the Lord and start focusing on the storm around us. Lo, I am with you always. And I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Or promises that apply to all believers, not just those called to special tasks or ministry. It is one thing to know that the Lord is with us in troubling circumstances. But it is another thing to know that we will be victorious in Gilead's situation. Victory was assured. The Middleites would be defeated as one man. That is as if they were but one man, not the best army they constituted. As described earlier, the Millerites came as grasshoppers for multitude for both they and their camels were without number. The second part says sign. Gillian was still not convinced that what the angel promised was going to actually occur because his faith was weak. He asked for a sign. At this point, Gillian was seemingly having doubts that this really was uh, angel of the Lord. Speaking, it is not clear when Gilligan realized he was in the presence of a divine being. Sometime later, Gilligan asked for two additional signs to be revealed through a fence. This latter account is used by some as a model for discerning God's will today. Considering signs from the Lord, we should be very cautious. If we want something badly enough, we can easily deceive ourselves and interpret virtually anything as a sign from above. We are better served by diligently spoiling God's word and walking by faith. Gideon asked the angel to remind Remain there while he prepared a present that is an offering for him. An angelic appearance in scripture, heavenly messages do not often linger. Once they have delivered their message, this is somewhat different. Difficult, different. However, as the angel said, I will tarry until thy come again. In this section, amen. In this section, um, ladies, I... I called Sister Rossman last night and asked her, could I do it? Because it was so very interesting and it, it uplifted me. And I'm feeling so much better until it just made me just rejoice and get into it. And he said, I will never leave you. He will not. He won't leave you. He is right no, he there won't. with you. He, 
He will, oh my God, my God. Yes, he will surprise yes. you in so many ways, y'all. Yes, ways you never thought. Ways you can ever expect, man. Amen. God is, ooh, y'all. We serve an awesome God, awesome, awesome God. Uh, I get, I got chills, and I, and, and I'm, I'm through. I got chills. I'm through. Mm. I'm through. Thank oh, you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Proud of you. Yes, God. Yes. Oh, They had rides and then, uh, I mean, March and uh, sun, uh, Saturday, too. So when I got down at a Saturday, here I am. Didn't know what was going on. I'm in the middle of it and, and getting off the train. And, and then all these people come, and I'm like, what is going on? And then this, this uh, I had texted my son and told him, I said, there's a lot of people down here. He said, well, Mom, don't you know that they were riding because that man got killed? I said, oh, my God, I didn't even know he had got killed because, like I said, I wasn't watching the news. But God protected me down there because I was right there in the middle of it. Right there in the middle. And, and, and what's so good about it, he moved me from that spot. So I can be able to go where I need to go because I was working for somebody that Saturday. So, but in all things, he moved me from where I was. And so I walked down the street to get on the, to wait on the bus because that, you know, they had it blocked off there. That you, that no buses, no cars couldn't even get through there. So God moved me from there. And the Lord said that as he always, like you said, he will supply your needs. It don't have to be no great big thing, a little thing. A little thing. That's all. Because I could have been in the midst of getting hurt. Here I am standing there looking like, what are they doing? <laughs> Didn't know. Lost. And, and, I, and I called Sister Dyson. I thank the Lord for her. She said, baby, get out. You know, get somewhere and get safe. But, the, but when she was telling me that, I was right there where I was in safety, right there when, when, I, when I called her and told her about what text her and was telling her about it. And I was right there in the safety, right there. 
And I said, God is good. And I go to work and they're telling me that they were burning the buildings and all that. But he kept me at safe arms. I pray for you, Sister Cobner. I was telling you that before we we started a church. I pray for your safety. Thank you. And he, he was crazy everywhere, driving your car, but let yeah. alone get on public. The, the Lord will keep you. He will keep you. You just got to keep that in your mind. No matter where you go, the Lord will keep you. Praying go a long way. And I, and I always say that, and it does. It does. You can be, before I leave, I pray, sisters, when I get I to my, on my way to the house. job, at night, I'm walking down the street. I pray before I get up there. I'll be praying for you. You don't know. You might not know it, but I, 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 I touch you every, every, every night. I say, pray for her. Thank the Lord. And come on that public transportation and watch over her home while she goes. And that, that right there, sister, is our connection. You, when you have that connection with Christ, with Jesus, and that's in prayer, when we talk to him about our all everything, it, it doesn't matter what it is because there's no secret under the sun that he don't even already know. So we, it's no secret. We can go to him. You don't have to worry about it. If you need 50 cents, he's going to probably give you double. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. But yet we got to believe and trust in him. And that's why they be asking me at work, girl, don't it bother you about what's going on? No, it doesn't. Because I know who who hands that I am in. What I'm going to do anyway, get in the way and get hurt, (laughs) being in the way. But but in all things, this is a very good lesson because it's teaching us that no matter what the Lord gives us to do, he knows we can do it. You know what we can do it. We gotta have the courage in ourselves Amen. to do it Amen. and not be afraid. Yes. You know one one thing we have to remember that no matter what we're going through, or how down or how low we might get, we must always remember that God is always with us. He never yes. leaves us. Amen. Yes. I, I like what yeah. he said. What he said, told Jimmy, he said, "What I will tarry until I come again." Damn. Turn it back on them. Turn it back. I will tarry until I come again. Yeah. So you come to dance, and I just never, never ended, never ended. They come in, don't uh-huh. come in to go out. We have the people. And with God today and out tomorrow, what you know? And then we want to blame God when stuff hits you when you've done done wrong, when you've done things, and don't declare it to His will, to His passion. And then we want to blame God for it. Well, Give me a thing. Now, why were you? You know, hey. And, and he, he had to have to straighten him out there. Look here, hey. And, and first of all, in the lesson, he gonna he gonna show him who he is. I just, I just, mm-hmm. just yeah. walking by. And he him. will. He'll show you by the word. He'll show you. And I look. I like these signs. Yeah. Sometimes people misread signs and see what we did. They did that. They did that back when you signs and wonders. But now he got his word and faith that we can walk about. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Yes. 
Amen. And that's all we do is go back to that word. What did the word say? Like Pastor said, go back Amen. to the word. Because the word is not going to lie to you. It's going to tell you the truth. It might not be liking it in some time, but it's going to give you the truth. Amen. And it's going to help Amen. you. And, and, and no matter what, no matter how it looks like, it's going to help you. And that's what we got as Gideon was. He got he had to keep looking at it and depend, depending on what the what he was told and, and what the law was saying and what he was saying that he can do. Amen. We, we can't rely on what you think. Oh, well, I don't know if I can. It's just like uh, recently, a couple of weeks, they've been asking me to. Uh, come to this uh, dealership in uh, Irving, and I keep saying, and they call me, and and, and uh, I say, well, you know, I'm going to come this Friday, and then something happened, and so I, I won't be able to go, So, but they'll call me early enough and ask me, well, Miss Carpenter, are you still coming? I said, well, you know, I came because this happened, and I'm waiting on this or whatever the case may be. And she'll say again, well, if you like, we'll make another appointment. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know because, you know, I, I'm on the bus and all that. She said, well, that's okay. Just come on and uh, and, and let's see what we can do. And I'm like, I don't even have no money. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even have a down payment. She said, well, we got a different kind of financial, you know, and I'm like, but, but I, yes, and I, I say, well, you know, the Lord always make a way for us, and he do. And it's in his own time, not our own time. But Amen. if we keep sitting and waiting, Amen. we're not going to get there. We just Amen. wait. we be waiting forever. We're going to keep waiting. And and, and I, I, I'm so excited about the word. Because as we're getting, I want to say this again. You know me, but I'm going to be close. I'm going to be quiet. But anyway. I, I had wanted a dinette set, and I wanted one of them high chairs one. And so I had um, ordered one from Walmart, of course, because since, you know. And But anyway, as I ordered, they didn't bring it the day that I wanted to because, you know, I work at night, and I don't want to, you know, if they was to pull up, I don't want it to be out there because everybody thinks they can be shopping. So I don't want them to, you know, think it's free. And, and somebody get it. But anyway, I told the, the lady, I called and told her that I can't, uh, you know, I can't, I don't want it because of the situation. And she said, well, okay, we'll cancel and we'll give your money back. So she gave me the money back. And so the next, the same month, sister, the Lord blessed me with that, that dinette set. Free. They brought it here. Now, it's, it was canceled, my money. I got my money back and everything. And it was brought to me. That Donette said, I had to, you know, fix it up, set it up and all that. And, and I say, the Lord is, is blessing. And, and, and I was so excited about it because I'm like, I don't even know how to put this up. And, and I don't want to bother uh brother Homer because, you know, he stayed busy and he always worked on the house and stuff. So I put on my, uh, God, uh, with God is impossible hat. And I have a hat from, from the church. 
that we had got with God, all mm-hmm. things are possible. I put that hat on and I started working with that thing, and I'm like, Lord, you know I'm a carpenter too, so my last thing I say. And so I'm working with that thing, and next thing I know, I got, it took me two days, sister, but I put it up there. Yeah. It's up there. But I thank the Lord for that. Amen. Yes, yes, I do. He's in the blessing business. Yes, he is. And and I was just saying, well, wow, the Lord blessed me with this dinette set because I had gave my money back with everything. And they said, I'm going to cancel the order. Mm -hmm. But the same month, the Lord brought it to me anyway. I say, nobody but God. And he'll do it. And he will do it. That yes, yeah. He'll do it. Just gotta believe. Yes, he will. Yes, and that's the same way with Gideon. He just needed somebody to encourage him. Like yes. sometimes you gotta encourage yourself. You have mm-hmm. to help you go forward. And okay, I'm gonna be quiet. God bless. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We have about ten more minutes. We got two more sessions and two more minutes for the remainder of the lesson. Amen. So we got two more outlines, uh, Gideon's gift to the angel, and that's uh, Judge uh, 6, 1921. Uh-huh. Amen. And, and Gideon went in and made ready a kid, unleavened cakes of an excellent of flour. That's a lot of flour. Uh, the, the flesh he put in a basket. And he put the broth in a pot and brought mm-hmm. it out and put him under the oak and presented it. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Take the flesh and the unleavened cakes and lay them upon this rock and pour out the broth. And he did so. Right. Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff <clears throat> that was in his hand and touched the flesh and the unleavened cakes. And there rose up fire out of the rock. And consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. He asked for a confirmation. He wanted to, you know, remember he, had, he, wanted, he wanted God to, well, after he had told him he, he needed some kind of proof, a confirmation, a confirmation. Mm-hmm. And so he, when he went, he told him in, in the level lesson, he said he had a gift, but he wanted to give him a gift. He wanted to show his generosity. He wanted to show his appreciation uh, for, for, for this man encouraging him. Like he had, he had encouraged him. And so, but he, um, and you see later on, he's he going to do some more things. But he wanted to do, it was a sacrifice. He wanted to give God, give a sacrifice unto him. Amen. And so he did mm-hmm. that. And so he built, he built, when he got his young, he goes, young, go, you know, give God the best. You know, give your offering, your sacrifices. As we do now, he gave, gave that to him. And now he, we don't have to do sacrifices anymore. He, God gives, he wants your body and wants your, your, your true heart and your, you know, uh, your spirit. Now. So anyway, but uh, as he did this, he he showed showed that he appreciated he appreciated this man talking to him. You know, he realizes God. Yet we know in the lesson is, but he doesn't even realize really who he is. But he just wanted to be, show graciousness and show generosity toward this man for for, for doing this for me and for him. And but the thing that got him that got him is when he he's coming into 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 wisdom, into the knowledge of himself now. He gonna see it. This man, how he how he accepted this? It's only God accepts sacrifices like this. You remember back in Moses' time and those times when they were giving sacrifices, and they were giving uh, bringing this your best lamb and things like this, and how God you put it going to the altar, put it on the altar, and God receiving it. 
and you know he had received it and things like this. And this, he remembers that. So see, like I said, he had heard this kind of stuff. And that, that told him right there, there's something, something, something about this, to lay it on a rock and then consume it like that, you know, and, you know. And he and then this this beginning he began to come into recognition now uh, it came into a knowledge of who he really is who he really is after mm. he named the party he coming to himself realize who he is but and for sake of time I'm gonna hush right <laughs> okay yeah. so that's it you have. How uh, uh, Gideon was expecting something else, but the Lord showed him that he 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 needed no other you know confirmation you know that he was of the Lord when he did this when he put that uh, meat and bread on the on the rock and it was consumed by the fire. Mm-hmm. That should have been enough confirmation right there that you was in the presence of the Lord divine. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen, amen. Right. <clears throat> so like like Sister Dyke said, for time, we need to move on to our last, uh, you know, outline. Cause I know we got to get ready for service. Uh, Judges uh, 6, 22 through 24, Gideon worships the Lord. Okay, going well. Okay, I'll take it if nobody's taking it. Um, Gideon worships the Lord. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face, and the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto you, fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord, and he called it Jehovah Shalom. Unto this day it is yet in Ophrah of the Abizarite. And we look at his first, his perception. So this angel, he departed. It doesn't tell us how he departed, how he how he ascended to heaven, heaven, or if he disappeared. We don't know, but it says that he departed. And I can just imagine Gideon even seeing this because he realized that this was this, this oh. was God. That's what he's thinking. This was God in, in the skies. You know, and that fear, that anxiety came over him because he knew the scripture says that if, if, if someone would see the Lord face to face, they would oh, die. So he felt like his time was number two. Amen. He felt Amen. like his time was number two in, in the midst of that. But, you know, God is so good. God knew, you know, how he was feeling. And, you know, he he told him, this is what, um, I, this, is, this is, I'm going to read this. Exactly how the Lord spoke to Gideon is not stated, but he made it clear to Gideon his life was preserved. So he let him know that, no, you're not going to die, because I can just only imagine him, you know, knowing uh, what has been told, you know, knowing what was told of Moses, knowing what was, you know, knowing all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. To think, okay, I'm next. Oh, Lord, I'm seeing him face to face. I'm next. But he was be next. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then it talked that peace, it gave him that reassurance. And then um, it, it talks about the promise of peace, which was arrest upon Gideon. So to let him know you're not going to die. No matter what's going on in this, what's getting ready to happen, you will live mm-hmm. not die. And that is mm-hmm. peace. And that's even with God. You know, sometimes we, with us, sometimes we get in situations and circumstances and we think that that is the end of us. You know, it may not be up to physical death sometimes, but we think that it's the end of our, you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. end of us. 
or even physical death. But God, God gives us promises. And, you know, we don't know when our last day on this earth is going to be. But God now wants us not to think even about that, but to live out our life. And I'm yes. a firm believer that no matter what season we are in, if we still got breath in our bodies, God got something for us to do. Amen. I believe it with my whole heart. I believe that with my whole heart. And so um, it talks about God pronounced the blessing of peace upon Gideon and that, and that he wanted him to name the altar uh, Jehovah Shalom, which means the Lord, the Lord is peace. The Lord is peace. The Lord is peace. You know, God will give us, even in the midst of whatever we go through, that peace that will pass our understanding. And what that means to me is that my word can be breaking down, ladies. You know, it seems like my back is up against the wall, and I don't know what to do. But even in the midst of that, have you you ever had in your situation, and I know y'all have, where the worst of the worst seems to have happened in your life? But some kind of way. Some kind of way, there's a peace that comes in there that you don't even understand. Right. Amen. Amen. That's what that peace is. Lord, that's what that peace is. That's what it's talking about. And we know that uh, Gideon, he went on to to, uh, destroy the altar of Baal. And what he did, he did it undercover, y'all. He did it in the darkness. He did it sneaky because he was afraid. He was afraid. And he got in trouble and his daddy had to come come, uh, defend him. But we know that. We know, God, yeah, yeah, but we know that, um, and, and we're going to get more into the next lesson about what what happened and, and all that. But we know mm-hmm. that God is in total control. He is Amen. in total control of everything we go through. We can everything take that to the bank. We can take that to the bank because He is. And this is just Amen. a beautiful lesson, ladies. I'm, I'm uh, going to uh, turn it back over to Sister Rosson, and then I'll come back and close us out. And, and we do have Women's Fellowship on tomorrow, ladies, right? Thank you. Right. Yes, ma'am. Okay, mm-hmm. I can get it now. Amen. Sister Ross, go ahead. 7 o'clock. Okay, it's so fast. I'm going to leave it up. Mm-hmm. And just, yes. Oh, you ready? Just to kind of summarize, uh, this lesson on God called uh, Gideon shows clearly that God empowers the person he calls. The person mm-hmm. does not need skill set education of physical or mental strength to be called by God to perform a task. The Lord is prepared to supply the plan and the means needed to accomplish what he wants done. And that's just how he was going to use Gillian. And we'll see next lesson, you know, how he's going to use him, and it's going to be victorious. Our next lesson. It just Amen. show you that you can be used by the Lord. You know, you don't have to have the talents and all of that. You can take to what he wants you to be. Amen. Faith overcomes fear. Mm-hmm. Faith yes, overcomes fear. <laughs> yes, it mm-hmm. You have to have faith in yourself, just like when you're a kid in school. They give mm-hmm. you a speech, and you know, back that day, we, we had to recite that. Ooh, we got in front of all them people. Ooh, by yourself, yeah, all them people. Yeah, that for all them people. That's the first yeah. time I did one. I wet myself. Yeah, they're right out that speech and give it to you. There's so many pages and everything. Yeah. Even, 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 even with graduation, right. you know, mm-hmm. we had yeah. to learn that these kids can read it. We had, we had to learn, learn 
or whatever we we was up there for to do, you know. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Man. I, I be handing the paper. We get, did, did I say that right? I, you know how you compare. I mean, these Amen. kids are blessed. Amen. Amen. Didn't matter I'm how long it was, just memorize Okay. Amen. Amen. Um, we just want to well, we just want to thank everybody that joined us today. This has been awesome, ladies. It has been great today. It's been, it's been like we're in uh, women's fellowship and, and, and missions. You know, it's just been so great. You know, we just thank God for uh, all the um, everybody just just chiming in and and and, and mm-hmm. helping out with lesson. Amen. It's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. And so, if you want to join us, uh, I guess we will be back here next week, same time. You can come join us. However, you got on here today. Do it again next week. And we also Amen. want to invite you on tomorrow to our, our, women's, uh, our women's mission, our women's fellowship. It will be on tomorrow at 7 p.m. You can also join us by this way. If you got online, you can do that. However you got in, if you called in the same number, same code, we would love to have you. We would love to have you with us. And also, we're getting ready to transition at 11 o'clock to our Sunday morning worship service, and we would love for you to be there. You can join us with the same phone number, 605-562-0444, but the access code is different. It's 151-6883-POUND. Again, 151-6883-POUND. Our church's name is First Fellowship Baptist Church, so you can also browse TalkShoe. Then it takes you directly to that link uh, if you do a browse on TalkShoe. And if you want to find out more about our church or you have any questions, please email us at, at ffellowshipbc at gmail.com. Fellowshipbc at gmail.com. And, ladies, we um, we look forward to seeing you all tomorrow night and also look forward to seeing you all in the next service on today. Amen? Amen. And close out in prayer. Father God, we just want to thank you, God, for this awesome time today. It has been wonderful, Father, wonderful, God. We just want to thank you, God, for all that we have um, just, 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 we just enjoyed it. And, Lord God, we just want to ask God that you would just bless our next service on tomorrow, God, and, I mean, our next service today, our, our Sunday morning worship service, God. Lord, we just pray, God, that a word comes forth that we need, God, and it will transform our lives, God, to do more of you, to, you call us to do and be more like you, Father. And we pray, God, that you would touch our pastor, God. As he pours out to us, God, please pour back into him, Father God, and refresh him and renew him, Lord. And we want to also pray in advance for our men and women's, uh, men's, uh, men's brotherhood tomorrow, men's fellowship, men, uh, women's mission, women's fellowship, God, on tomorrow, God. Lord, bless it in advance, God. And let us have a great time in that as well. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Amen, amen ladies. See you amen. in the service. We'll call the ones we need. Okay, thank you. Amen. Bye-bye. Amen.